0: Welcome to the show, guys. This is Athlete Maestro, and the goal with every single episode of the show, whether this is your first or your 800th episode, is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goal. So, welcome to everyone on the journey. If you're a repeat listener, of this is your first time, one thing that I would encourage you to do. Is if you enjoyed this episode, to share it on all social media platforms that you use. So whatever a podcast player you're using to listen to this Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple podcast, just go to the share button and share it on your social media platform so that other athletes know that this is a podcast they can use to achieve their goals in sport. On today's episode, guys, I want to do the follow-up series. Which I started two weeks ago when we talked about why you should never you know give your opponents too much respect or overestimate your opponents, so to speak. So last week was supposed to be the part two, but I used that episode to play you a select edition on how to trust the process as a young athlete. So on today's episode, we are back to the second part of that series, which is why you shouldn't underestimate your opponents. Now, of course, if you are a legend in your sport you've achieved so many results, you know, you've done so much. There might be that tendency for you to underestimate your opponents. The episode two weeks ago, uh, those for the athletes who are up and coming, right? You, You haven't really made a name for yourself in your sports. You're not that known. You know, you don't have the resume or the repertoire of skills and techniques and all of that. And then you're facing one of the greats, one of the legends, one of those who are ahead of you. You might have that tendency to give them too much respect. Now, today's episode is when you are there and thereabout, right? You are known about town. You, in reverse, have that tendency to underestimate your opponent. So I want to share with you today why you shouldn't do that and why it's a recipe for disaster. Perhaps if you understand this, then maybe you begin to take things a little more seriously. This episode, guys, is brought to you by my free email course on how to build your mental Toughness. So, if you are just getting introduced to the mental aspects of the game, then of course, this is one of the things that you want to focus more on in terms of ensuring that your mindset is in tune with the requirements of sports so that you're ready for every challenge ahead. Maestro.com forward slash mental toughness. Maestro.com forward slash mental toughness. That's where you get an introduction to the game. When you're done with that, come back to this episode. Why you shouldn't underestimate your opponent in sports. Welcome to Athlete Maestro, a podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show, guys. And I hope you have gotten your hands on that free email course. At least you should have received the first email by now now we all have heard of upset stories so i don't care if you started playing your sports two days ago you know two weeks ago you've always heard of the upset stories you know uh from muhammad ali defeating george foreman to james buster douglas defeating mike tyson you know and it cuts across every single sport senegal defeating france you know at the 2002 world cup you know when france were defending champions and the list is endless In different sports. Now, one thing that you cannot, you know, eliminate is the fact that for many of these teams they underestimated their opponents. For Senegal and France, you know, France were defending world and European champions. Senegal, that was their first ever appearance at the World Cup, right? Mike Tyson, James Buster Douglas. Iron Mike Tyson was (laughs) the, the the fiercest puncher. You know in the history of the sport at the time right knocking out everybody first round ferocious puncher I was coming up against james buster douglas a guy who had you know been and been around but when it was time to scale that next level was always found wanting so whether you like it or not you've always heard of an upset story in sports chances are that the athlete that was upset underestimated the opponent so if you're preparing to be an elite athlete, this is one of the things that you have to be wary of. And the first reason, guys, why you should never underestimate your opponent is that preparation is based on the present and not the past. Preparation is based on the present and not the past. If you look at the Mike Tyson example for you know, which, uh, with James Buster Douglas, this was a guy who at the time was the youngest heavyweight champion in the world. I think he still is the youngest heavyweight champion in the history of the sport. This is a guy who was undefeated. This is a guy who I think at the time, he had 17 or so first-round knockouts. Some ridiculous you know, record that Mike Tyson had. And he was coming up against James Buster Douglas. He was untouchable at the time. And, of course, all of this came out after the fight. He literally did not prepare for the fight. Even his team that came to the fight, they didn't come with the right equipment. You know, for the fight, like, you know, the things they used to avoid swelling around the eyes, vaseline and all of that, they didn't even come prepared. They didn't have everything that they needed. It was clear that Mike Tyson was relying on his past preparation for James Buster Douglas. Like, I'm the heavyweight champion of the world. I'm unstoppable. I have knocked out, you know, in the first round, 17 of my previous, I can't remember the amount of fights that he had at that time. He was relying on his past preparation, right? And not the present preparation for James Buster Douglas, right? And of course, as we saw in that fight, James Buster Douglas eventually knocked out Mike Tyson and he became the heavyweight champion. Although preparation, guys, is based on the present, not the past. The work that I did, right, for the uh, first 500 episodes of the podcast, I cannot rely on that work for the next 500 i have to put in the work every single day so the fact that you had a game last week and you prepared for that game the previous week it doesn't mean that that past preparation is what is going to help you with this one the best that it would do is that it gives you some residual knowledge that you can rely on that's the best that it would do right in terms of okay i remember running this place I remember doing this particular thing. Okay, if I find myself in this situation, I can resort to trying things in this particular way, right? Now, those, that's a different kettle of fish entirely. That's a different ball game entirely than the actual preparation for the fight. And you see, this is something that you were never ever going to see Floyd Mayweather do. It did not matter who Floyd Mayweather was fighting. He never underestimated anybody because he knew that in boxing, right? All it takes is one punch and the whole dynamics changes. All it takes is for you to be hit once and everything is in a new dimension. He prepared the same way that he was going to prepare for every single fight. So this is the one reason, right, guys? Number one reason why you shouldn't underestimate your opponent. Because, you see, your preparation is in the present. How are you preparing for this fight? What's the strategy for this game? what does it look like for this particular competition not that oh you know uh, you know i trained i trained six months ago for this thing so you know i think i'm just good no it doesn't work that way that's number one guys number two guys is that your opponent will build momentum you see athletes are very perceptive you know and they know when their opponents are, are not putting their foot on the gas When opponents are not, you know, going 100%, when they're not doing everything possible they can to win. They they know, they sense it, right? You do not want a situation where your opponent builds momentum. But when you underestimate your opponent, that's what happens. When James Buster Douglas fought Mike Tyson, that's one of the things that was running through his head. In the sense that, you know, this is Mike Tyson. This is the legendary guy who, of course, you know, has been knocking out people, defeating people and all of that. And first round goes by, he survives. Second round goes by, he survives. Third round and all of that. Even after the point when Mike Tyson knocked him down and he was able to get up and survive that, he began to build momentum. And look, when you're talking about the mental aspects of the game, these are the subtleties, right, that make it different. At that point, he himself was thinking, hey, I'm surviving. I'm doing this. I'm getting it. How about I then begin to apply the pressure. How about I then begin, you know, to exploit the weaknesses in this guy's games? In the sense that, after all, I've taken his best shots and I'm still here. I haven't been knocked out yet. So, you see, when you underestimate your opponent, you allow them build momentum. Allowing them build momentum is a dangerous way to play the game. It's a dangerous way to approach anything it is that you're doing. Why? Why? Because building momentum, you are not guaranteed to be able to stop them. You are not guaranteed to be able to stop them. So the best thing that you can do for yourself is to not even allow them build momentum at all. Am I saying that you're not going to be able to come back after they build momentum? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it's a dangerous place to find yourself in. It is a dangerous place. To find yourself in, allowing your opponent build momentum to the point where it's difficult to stop them. In that match, Senegal against France at the World Cup in 2002, right? That's that's what happened, right? Senegal, after they had gone up one 0 right? The momentum just continued to build for them. It was literally like they were walking on ice. They were they were they were floating on water, so to speak. And the French just couldn't make it back. And based off of the momentum, now they were there was trouble in the french camp no doubt about that zidane was injured and all of that nobody's disputing that but you see off of the back of the momentum that senegal had built all the teams took up on that cue and of course france were out in the first round right defending world and european champions never been heard of at that time number two reason guys why you don't want to underestimate your opponents is that your opponents will build momentum number three reason guys is that they might be able to handle the pressure They just might be able to handle the pressure. Recently at Wimbledon, when Novak Djokovic was playing Yannick Sinner, right? Sinner went up two sets to love against Djokovic, and Djokovic was able to fight back, right? In the US Open last year, I believe it was, when the same Novak Djokovic faced um, Daniel Medvedev, right? In the final, Medvedev went up two sets to love, but guess what? Medvedev closed it out. Yannick Sina and Wimbledon was not able to close it out. Djokovic was able to come back, you know, win the next three sets and, and all of that. You see, you never can tell. When you underestimate your opponents and they build momentum, they just may be able to handle the pressure. Daniel Medvedev handled the pressure at the US Open. Djokovic was going for the career slam, right? He wanted to win all grand slams in one year. But Medvedev put paid to that because he had built momentum. He had gone up two sets to love right? There was nobody that was going to stop him by then, right? He had earned it. And of course, he handled the pressure. So you see, when you underestimate your opponent, right? You are the star athlete. You are the athlete who is good. You are the athlete who knows what they're doing, right? You just never can tell. You never can be so sure that they wouldn't handle the pressure when they get into those moments, right? And we see the same thing in football, in basketball, whichever one it is. You underestimate your opponents. The NBA Finals, right? when a team that was heavily favored to win has lost, when you check it, right? it's a best-of-seven series. So it's not just one game. So it means that one of the teams has to win four games to be declared champion. So that favorite, who has underestimated his opponent, has allowed that opponent build momentum, and then the opponent was then able to handle the pressure. That was something they did not see. And when you have a combination of two and three, they build momentum, they can then handle the pressure, then that's a problem for you. That's why you go into every game, every tournament, every match, you never underestimate anybody. Usain Bolt, right? He was the fastest man in the world by a mile. But every competition he was going to, the Olympics, the World Championships, IWF meets, he was never underestimating anybody because in the 100 meters, it's even worse. Right, because when they build momentum, if they are ahead of you at maybe the forty or the fifty meter mark, right, it then becomes a case of hey, can they stay the course? Right, can they handle the pressure that they then begin that you know the likes of bulls and all that then begin to put on them? And if they can, the race is done and dusted before you even know it. So this is a guy who never took that chance. He went into every race, always prepared, never underestimating anybody for what they did or did not bring to the table they were always there ensuring that they were moving forward that's number three guys number four is that every athlete has off days every athlete has off days right and the reason this is important is that imagine you having your off day at the exact moment when you're underestimating your opponent what does that mean have there been times in boxing where floyd mayweather has had an off day yes but because he did not underestimate his opponent, because he prepared the best way that he could, guess what? He was able to ride those off days. When he fought Sugar Shane Mosley, he was rocked bad. I think it was in the second round or something, twice, almost knocked down, if not knocked out. Right, wobbly legs and all of that. But because he didn't underestimate Shane Mosley, guess what? He was able to survive that off day and he came back to win. I mean, it was in the end, it was a very impressive performance. But I will categorize it as an off day because very rarely do you see boxers hit Floyd Mayweather flush. But Shane Mosley didn't hit him flush once, he hit him flush twice. And he almost knocked him down. That has rarely happened to Floyd Mayweather. So the point, guys, is when you underestimate your opponent, if you are unlucky and that day turns out to be one of your off days, guess what? You are in big trouble and you are in big problems. You get to a Grand Slam final, you get to a final of a world championship, you get to all of those things, and then you decide to underestimate your opponent, and then that day happens to be your off day, hey, playing with fire, because that is an opportunity that when you miss it, you're not guaranteed to get it back. So if you're not guaranteed to get that opportunity back, what happens? You've just set yourself up for failure, failure that you will continue to regret, you know, mood, weather, there's so many things that determine whether or not you have an off day, what negates that or what counteracts that is your preparation and how studious you were, right? So when you are prepared, when you've worked hard, when you've done everything in preparation and you have an off day, so yes, you're not at the 100%, but even your 60% is good enough to defeat others. And that's the whole point. So every athlete has off days. You don't want a situation whereby your off days coincides with the day that you are taking your opponent for granted. So that's number four. And number five, guys, is it's a mental setback for you. When you underestimate your opponent, right, and you lose or you get defeated, it's a mental setback for you because that's one thing that you will continue to remind yourself of. You will continue to remind yourself of the fact that, oh, I didn't prepare as best as I could or as I should have. Oh, I let this one go. It becomes a mental setback for you. So, except, of course, you have the mental training or the mental skills to handle it going forward, what then happens is that in your next race, your next tournament, your next competition, your next match, when something similar looks like it's happening, even though it's not, your mind will remind you. As you remember that last game, right, when you took your opponent for granted, when you underestimated your opponent, remember how you lost, begins to play tricks on you. So it's a notable mental setback for you. For someone like Mike Tyson, people say that after that defeat by Buster Douglas, he was never the same again. He was never the same again because he had tasted defeat. He had tasted defeat in a bad way and his mind was always quick to remind him. I mean, did he win fights after, of course. But his mind was always quick to remind him of this particular incident that had occurred and that had brought him to where he was, right? So it's very key, guys for us to know the difference between these things right the mental setback is something that your mind will continue to remind you of hey 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 you remember that time you remember when this happened remember that when that happened it's when you have the mental skills to handle it that you can fight it but you see you would have been in a better position if you did not underestimate your opponent to start with that would have been the better position for you to be in so these are the five reasons guys why you shouldn't underestimate your opponent in sports right number one is preparation is based on the present not the past nobody ends current victory with past accolades number two your opponent will build momentum They build momentum is dangerous number three is they might be able to handle the pressure you never can tell the fact that they are the underdog doesn't mean that they can't handle the pressure number four is that every athlete has off days you don't want your off days to coincide right with when you're underestimating your opponents. And of course, finally, it's a mental setback for you. It's a mental setback for you. Do not forget to get that free email, course, athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you haven't left us a rating and review, what are you waiting for? What your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast, know that it's a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports. www.athletemaestral.com forward slash subscribe athlete maestro.com forward slash subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athlete maestro.com tola at athlete maestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must you to go out there stop underestimating your opponents i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day